Hey, Frank's Tim back here to introduce a best of show. Yeah, it's going to be kind of like last week where I uh, post a best of show right now. Uh, but fear not, because later today I'll be back with a brand new episode of DV. So you're still going to get the same amount of new episodes of DV this week. I'm just going to be a little tardy to the party. Insert your own tard joke here, I guess. The best of episode I have for you today is from about five years ago. It was around that time I rediscovered a commercial that has been haunting me ever since. The goddamn song has been stuck in my head. This is the origin of all of that. Apparently, in 2018, it was announced that uh, Sears was pretty much close to bankruptcy. Actually, the day after this episode aired, uh, Sears declared bankruptcy. This all gave me a chance to reminisce about some of my favorite Sears television commercials. And don't worry, if you're not into Sears... Shame on you, first of all. But if you're not, there's plenty of other stuff in this episode of DV, like uh, circus fart freaks, public masturbators in a library, you know, standard DV stuff. Sit back, enjoy, and I will see you back later for a new episode of DV. Snatch Weasel. Billy said I look like a black boy. You said I look like a black person. It's not like you're really black. A, B, C, D, P, C, P, E, O, X, and T, H, C. Yeah, this is Smooth Macron here, coming to you with Pizza Delivery P and B. How are the kids doing? My kids. The butt babies I left in your asshole last night. Well, you know what? I, I'm not gay. I want to suck your cock. Hi, this is Barry White. Fuck this shit. This asshole fuck these words up, man. I mean, he got words that he don't even need. I haven't sucked cock in 20 years. E-N-D. Ba, 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 ba. It breaks it Sunday, October 14th, 2018. Coming up on the program today, the softer side of Chapter 11, plus 
busted jerking off at the library, moldy baby corpses, and there's a difference between testing crack cocaine and sampling crack cocaine. All coming up today. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. Black nut juice is good, but I gotta say, Negro nut cream, way better. Yeah! Tim Henson back here with you as promised for a weekend edition of the show. Got a great one for you today. As I was looking for news stories uh, to share with you, I kept running across um, very sad articles about Sears. And I haven't thought about Sears in years. Some of you might not even know what Sears is. It's a department store. Now, some of you might not know what department stores are. It's an IRL Amazon. Are we all on the same page here? So I was never a huge Sears fan in the very early 90s in my small, shitty hometown of Ashtabula. They constructed a mall. There was no chance that this thing was ever going to be successful. It was a big, fucking huge-ass mall. And uh, one of the anchor's stores was Sears. So I would go to the Sears in the mall and just sort of walk around because that's what we did as teenagers, especially before I got like my driver's license. Like our parents would all drop us off at the mall at around like 11 in the morning and then around three or four in the afternoon, they would come and pick us up and it would be me and Joey and, you know, my friend Jeanette and we'd all just walk around the mall. We'd have like, I don't know, 10 or 20 bucks to blow on food and dumb little knickknacks or whatever. And so we would go into Sears. We'd never buy anything from Sears because that was like for old people. I just hated the way the store was laid out. It was heavy on like fucking power tools and appliances. Shit I did not care about. Well, now the world doesn't care about Sears and they're getting ready to declare bankruptcy. Because I am a child of the 90s, though, I have two very specific Sears memories and they're both commercial related. Sears, you know, Sears has been around since like the 18 fucking hundreds or something. Like they're dinosaurs. Like it's okay that Sears is going to go bye-bye. They had a good run, but you know, now they're just kind of like relics, right? But uh, throughout their long history, they've been in financial trouble a few times and they were able to claw their way out of it. Apparently in the early nineties, they were in some trouble because again, people just associated Sears with refrigerators, dishwashers, craftsman tools and people going to the mall typically are going there to shop for clothes and stuff and sears had clothes but no one really thought to shop there for apparel kind of a problem though because uh, sears you know started popping up in malls they were in hundreds and hundreds of malls they needed people to think of sears when uh, shopping for clothes not just shopping for major appliances so they came up with this amazing ad campaign i say it's amazing because Even after almost 30 years, I still know the lyrics to the song. So here we go. This is a a Sears commercial from around 1993. Hey, mister. All right. uh, First of all, listen, the the song is directed at men. Hey, mister. Hey, mister. But all the, the, uh, the video footage is of women in clothing, throwing snowballs, dancing around. Hey, mister. Your hardware's looking real good. You think they're talking about car parts, right? Or or stuff guys would be into. Insulation, mufflers for cars. But again, when you watch, you see these women wearing boots. 
Uh, when they're talking about insulation, mufflers, there's earmuffs. What? Where? Get it? It's all clothing. You'll be the first place. I'll always try, cause hardware now has a softer side. Come see the softer side of yours. Oh, this kind of actually makes me sad. Okay, the song is cheesy in a 90s sort of way. But apparently it was very successful. It got people going to the fucking dumb store to shop for clothes. Here's another one. Hey, mister. Mister. Your hardware's looking real good. These power belts are cool. Yeah, it's some like gold gaudy belt, right? They're not talking about power tools or like a sander or something. Belts are cool. Oh, wait, what was that? What was the next one here? So that was power belts. These power belts are cool. Copper cables. Copper cables. Like a cable knit top. Come see the bankrupt side of Sears. Have you guys been in a Sears store in the last, I don't know, five, ten years? It is depressing. Lord Douche and I actually did go to a Sears not too long ago to look at appliances because, you know, one of the, the Sears was closing and, uh, you know, they were having some amazing deals. It's not a Sears if there's not water damage on the ceiling. <laughs> like, like, you know, brown, big brown spots or pails on the floor to catch rain dripping down. Anyway, the other uh, commercial memory I have of Sears is not for the store so much as a product they were selling. Apparently Sears was selling air conditioning units. You know, Sears was into all sorts of fucking shit. So they didn't just have uh, the stores. They sold insurance. They had uh, a bunch of credit cards. They had a credit card business, which at one point was making up like 60% of their income. Why they sold this fucking shit off, I don't know. Because they, they would totally be okay at this point. They would have just stayed diversified. All right, so uh, here is the Sears air conditioning commercial. I'm sure more than a few of you will remember this. I cannot live another day without air conditioning. It says tomorrow's going to be hotter. Hotter? Like yesterday. Yesterday? Yesterday you said you'd call Sears. I'll call today. You call now. I'll call now. That is the exact moment I realized I never want to be married. I call this the Jill syndrome. I think there is a whole generation of kids uh, who grew up watching Home Improvement and saw what a fucking cunty bitch Jill was. You know, Tim the Tool Man Taylor's wife. Just a nagging, miserable, crusty old cunt. And as a kid, you're watching this and you're like, why? Why is he married to her? What is the benefit here? You know, Tim the Tool Man Taylor had a TV show. And then he comes home and he can't do anything right, according to Jill. Who, um, does she even work? I don't recall if she had a career or not. Regardless, she should be a little fucking grateful that she's able to live this life of luxury that Tim is providing. A little bit of gratitude. Okay, he blew up the dishwasher. Big fucking deal. He was doing it for you. He was trying to give that dishwasher more power. Ow, 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 ow. So, you know, you could clean the dishes faster and then you could spend more time with Tim. 
It was a nice thing he was trying. So cut up some fucking slack, you grizzled old warthog. <laughs> anyway, I get that same Jill vibe from the wife in this advertisement. Now the husband's like, uh, I will call today. No, you call now. Do you understand how expensive uh, air conditioners are? Maybe the guy's not ready to blow, you know, 10 grand on a unit. Says tomorrow's gonna be hotter. Hotter? Like yesterday. Yesterday? Yesterday you said you'd call Sears. I'll call today. You call now. I'll call now. Now's the time to save on Sears installed central air conditioning. Actually, it's a, it's a Kenmore unit. And you know Sears will be there to back it up. We don't know that anymore. So help you God if you recently purchased a Sears air conditioner. And uh, then the commercial ends with this couple again. So what's the paper say about tomorrow? Another scorcher. Cool. Yeah, she's all happy now because the bitch got what she wanted. But that, that phrase, another scorcher, always sticks with me. As a reminder, A, to never get married, and B, it reminds me of this uh, advertisement whenever I hear the word scorcher. So there you go. Rest in peace, Sears. They haven't declared bankruptcy yet, but I think it's coming uh, next week or so. So you will be missed as much as a big box retailer can be missed, I guess. Moving on now. I've got some audio from uh, an ex-tuber. We have featured this guy before. He's uh, kind of a creep. He wears various latex masks. Some just look like uh, bald men. There's one that looks like a pig. The video I have for you today uh, is a character named Cy Smoothie. And he, again, he's like a bald guy. He's got like a pencil thin mustache, kind of looks like a standard sex offender. And he's up in his uh, attic here. Oh, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got a real show for you tonight. All right, so this character, Psy, aspires to be an entertainer. Again, this is on Xtube. People go here just to jerk off. You don't expect to see a lot of character work being done. But uh, this character, Psy, latex mask guy, is an entertainer. He's rehearsing in his attic, and it gets very hot. Oh, baby. Oh, so he yeah. needs to jerk off. Oh, I got a real show for you tonight. I'm so smooth, and I'm here to entertain you. Or do something to you, I don't know. I'm probably gonna torture you to death. <laughs> it doesn't take long for him to uh, whip out his dick and start jerking it. There's these sweaty hands all over my greasy body. Oh, I haven't washed in days. I perform it this week after week. I never take off the cap. I never yeah. take off the cap. Yeah, he's, uh, he's saying he's got a very dirty, stinky dick. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, come on, give it to me, Henry. Oh, He's uh, choking uh, himself here uh, as well. Uh, 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 I'll be here uh, all week. Uh, that didn't take long. Uh, it's interesting because uh, he came. Oh, what a messy fucking world that was. See what I mean? Oh. But he never really oh. got hard. Come see the softer side of dick and nuts. Moving on, I have got a clip here that was posted in our Discord. Thank you so much for this contribution. Chat with other freaks in our Discord. There's a link uh, on distortedview.com in the main navigation bar. So this is kind of porn. It's porn light. This video was found on YouTube. It's a like a scary circus girl. She's kind of like Harley Quinn and a sideshow freak and a clown and a mime all rolled into one. Just to paint you a very vivid picture. Oh, and she farts. Step right up. Open your wallet, open your nose. <laughs> open your asshole, bitch. Right up. 
open your wallet, open your nose. <laughs> Get ready for the greatest farts on earth. <laughs> Did you travel far and wide to find the greatest farts in the land now? It's like, you know, you didn't have to dress up like this. You could have just stuck your ass in front of a camera and let them rip. The fart fetish guys will find you. They'll they'll thumb your video up regardless. It's so sad what these YouTubers have to do to get views. And I know the struggle. Oh, I'm having a hard time over on my YouTube channel. Maybe I need to wiggle my rump and blow some farts your way. All right, let's... And get ready for the stinkiest show on earth. Cute. Hope you paid for front row seating because... This little clown booty is feeling super tooty fruity. I just, I have a hard time believing these uh, YouTube fart girls. Like, I just feel like they add the fart sound effects in afterwards. Yeah, well, waft it to the back rows. It's hard to fart on command Nostrils repeatedly. Up, boys and girls. You know, this is why I like my fart porn on Xtube or Pornhub or Xhamster, because the girl will be completely naked, I can stare right into her asshole, I can tell if she's farting or not. When you're wearing a goddamn clown outfit, your butthole is concealed, and I know like that. It's also creepy that, you know, it's kind of like she's talking to children. Like, it's time for some stinky winkies, boys and girls! More like you that. say? Alrighty, that was loud enough. Let's see. Like, I don't think that's coming out of her ass. Ooh, that was a nice deep bass line. Yeah. Mm, that was good, wasn't it? Here. All right, if you want to see the whole thing, check out our Discord. The video is posted in there. I'm just disgusted. All right, uh, moving on now. Speaking of our Discord, one of my favorite people in there is Torso. Torso posts a lot of good stuff. Like, I feel like he and I are on the same wavelength. He knows what I would consider to be DV-worthy material, and he recently posted a video of a screaming homeless man in California. Uh, this is right up my alley. <laughs> it's the middle of the night, just a homeless guy screaming on the streets. Could you imagine you're walking home, right, after a night at the bar, and this is what you hear? I would shit my pants. Finally, the camera gets a good view of this guy. He's, like, hunched over by uh, a door, like an entrance to an apartment building or something, and he's just wailing. Like, this would be totally acceptable in New York City. It's just like, oh, another night in the big city, right? But Sacramento? <laughs> I don't think it's quite as normal. <laughs> it's like a pterodactyl is in your neighborhood. Didn't we play a clip recently of like some religious guy who believed <laughs> that pterodactyls were still around? Proof. Wait, that sound is very familiar. Where have I heard that before? Yeah, not bad. 
It's a pretty good Aussie impression. Finally, before we get into the news today, we've got a woman at uh, the public library confronting a man who is obviously masturbating at one of the computer workstations. Doesn't it seem that there's always a man masturbating at the public library? What's up with that? Doesn't the library block porn sites, for Christ's sakes? All right, so here we go. There's This woman is filming. Now, you don't see the man actually uh, whipping out his dick, but his hand is underneath the desk, and it's uh, moving in a jerking-off fashion. He's actually masturbating quite vigorously. Well, you know this is a public place? Wow! Who said that? I mean, this guy was buried in his porn. He didn't know anyone was looking at him, filming him nothing. Still, being startled like that, that's an instant boner killer. Come see the softer side of dick and nuts! It is funny watching this guy masturbate. He's got a big grin on his face. Well, you know this is a public place? Excuse me? You know this is a public place? Yes. And you jacking your dick watching porn right next to me? (laughs) No. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. You're just jacking your dick and watching porn right next to me. You know that's nasty as fuck? No, I don't mean any harm. Um, I don't mean any harm. That's not nice. Don't do that in front of me. I seen you do it three times. Stop. Three times? Good Christ. Give that thing a rest. Jerking that thing off raw. All right, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. And I fucked up news right a new video for everyone on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash distorted view show. I open uh, some more mail. I got like four new packages. Thank you very much to people like Kay and little baby faggot and love lady cat lady and a mystery person. If you want to see what they sent along to me, check out uh, the video and thank you to everyone who is uh, mailing stuff to me. Like I said in the video, you don't have to buy me something. You can always just write a nice little letter, draw me something. I'll feature it in a video, display it in the background. Got some really interesting things today. Uh, Hey, if you want to sign up for the uh, Sideshow DB's member site and get full access to the entire archive of programs, well over 3,000 shows. More importantly, you get access to uh, all of the exclusive programs. Every week we do bonus shows just for paying members, Tuesday and Thursday typically. Sign up, become a true and honorable freak today. It's very inexpensive. It's only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. I also do exclusive videos just for Sideshow members. So check it out, superfreaksideshow.com. And finally, last way to help us out, I have got to say thanks to a bunch of new patrons. This week we added four, which is a great number. Uh, T-Bone Rex, uh, Ken Yuki, Craig... Uh, Boonit, all new patrons. It's another way to support Distorted View Daily. You can pledge as little as a dollar. It really does uh, help the show out. I try to post stuff just for uh, patrons as well in the form of videos and little updates, zip files full of audio clips and stuff. Uh, Check it out, patreon.com slash distortedview. Okay, now we can get into the news. Three quick stories, then we'll get the hell out of here. First up, we got a story from Texas, baby. We're going to Texas. We're going to Texas, here we go. We're going to Texas. We're going to Texas. We're going to Texas, here we come. 
The remains of 11 infant bodies were found Friday. <laughs> Dead babies. Makes me laugh every time. The remains of 11 infant bodies were found Friday in the ceiling of a former funeral home. Why is it these funeral homes have such a problem getting rid of the bodies? We read stories like this all the time, where they, you know, there's a bunch of dead bodies in a funeral home or in, like, the garage of the funeral home just rotting away. And obviously, these were not meant to be buried. These had to have been meant to, to be cremated, which is, like, the easiest way to dispose of a body. Just burn the fucker up. And infants are probably, like, the easiest to cremate because they're so tiny you could probably just put a huge like a, a an adult in the cremation oven and throw the infant in there at the same time they're so tiny you could flush them down the toilet and if a 17 year old can dispose of an infant at her prom someone who works at a funeral parlor should be able to figure this shit out they're storing them in the ceiling. Authorities found the remains at the uh, Contrell Funeral Home. The property owner called police after making the discovery. Eight bodies were found in a cardboard box. Like an Amazon.com cardboard box. Uh, yes, eight bodies were found in a cardboard box, and three others were found in trash bags and a small casket. At least one of the bodies had been there since 2009. Some of the bodies appeared to be covered in mold. Jamaica LaJoyce Boone, who was the funeral home's designated manager in the year prior to the closing, said she was unaware that the bodies were there. I didn't know anything about that, she said. I really don't know how that could have even happened. I don't know how long it's been going on there. It's very unfortunate, and they definitely need to find out who put them there. The funeral home's license was suspended in April after inspectors found decomposing embalmed bodies and other violations. Violations also include two improperly stored bodies covered in what appeared to be mold and a third body with unknown fluids covering the facial area. Someone done did jerked off and glazed that dead man's face. That ain't right. All right, second story we have for you today. This one comes from Bristol, Tennessee. There's a Bristol here in the U.S.? Oh, awesome. A man who police say was run over with a lawnmower while trying to kill his son with a chainsaw has had to have his leg amputated. There is quite a lot to unpack in that first sentence. Uh, the Bristol Herald Courier reports that a warrant for 76-year-old Douglas Ferguson couldn't be served until Tuesday because of the severity of his injuries. What the hell happened? Well, according to a Sullivan County Sheriff's Office release, officers called to a home on June 28th found Ferguson bleeding from his leg and head. Yeah, something went down. A preliminary investigation indicated that he tried to attack his son with a running chainsaw while his son mowed the yard. You should be happy your son is doing his chores. I could understand if the story was like uh, his son was sitting playing stupid Fortnite, not doing yard work like he was told to. So uh, the old man took a chainsaw to his throat or whatever. But, you know, the kid was actually doing something useful here. All right, so uh, detectives say the father and son had an ongoing feud. I wonder if it was yard-related. I told you to mow diagonally. It looks nicer. By the way, I suck at mowing. Have I told you guys this? I can't mow in a straight line. You'd think it's easy. I, part of the problem is our 
uh, front yard is on a hill makes it kind of uh, difficult. But still, as I'm mowing, I don't know if I've already mowed that part. I'll look back at, you know, at uh, the, the yard that I've already done, and there's big swaths that I that I missed. I'm not cut out for this stuff, but I'm too poor to hire someone to cut my grass. So now what I do is I like, I'll mow a line and then I'll go back over it, kind of. I'll just move the, the mower a little bit. So I'm basically cutting the same grass twice, <laughs> just so I don't miss anything. It takes me so long to do the yard. Ferguson is charged with attempted second degree murder in violating probation. It's unclear whether he has a lawyer to comment on his behalf. So there you go. And finally today, freaks. If you've gotten in trouble with the law in Massachusetts for drug possession, oh, I've got some great news for you. You might end up getting away with it, what? Prosecutors from across Massachusetts have tallied more than 8,000 convictions they say will be dismissed because they're tainted. No, it's not tainted love. It's tainted crack cocaine. The worst kind of taint. Unless you're, like, licking someone's balls and you smell their taint and it's, like, shitty. That's a pretty bad taint, too. I don't know what that... That's a, that's a different kind of tainted love. Prosecutors from across Massachusetts have tallied more than 8,000 convictions they say will be dismissed because they are tainted by a scandal at the state drug lab. That's according to a new court filing by the Massachusetts uh, Attorney General. <laughs> the cases involved analysis by lab chemist Sonia Farrick, who was both testing and consuming the drugs seized by the police for eight years. Yeah, that's an awesome job if you're a drug addict, if you can get it. It's almost like, you know, all you can snort, right? You've got so many drugs around you at all times. Prosecutors indicate they will seek to preserve convictions in some of the cases Farrick handled, either through retesting or other evidence. But the state's public defenders and the American Civil Liberties Union are seeking a blanket dismissal of all Ferrick's cases and further sanctions to deter prosecu prosecutorial misconduct. It's a very big word for me. Uh, such as the kind that delayed the full exposure of Ferrick's misadventures for years, resulting in some defendants spending more years in prison. The list compiled by prosecutors mark a key step in resolving the second debacle from the Massachusetts drug lab scandal. This year, Massachusetts prosecutors had to erase more than 21,000 drug convictions because of the actions of lab chemist Annie Dukin. Hadouken! No, not Hadouken, du Dukin, like Dukey. Uh, she admitted to contaminating, falsifying, or not testing drugs in her Boston area lab over eight years. The good news is she didn't, like, eat all them drugs. She just didn't test them. That mass dismissal was more efficient than individually retrying 24,000 cases with 20,000 defendants. Prosecutors compiled a list of cases for dismissal in a small number, about 1.5%, where it would seek to preserve the conviction. The uh, high court also ordered the prosecutors to send a court-approved letter to all affected defendants and establish a phone number to public defenders for defendants needing guidance, all at the government's expense. That process, all sides agree, can be used again in trying to clean up the ferric mess, but reaching this stage was delayed again because two assistant uh, attorney generals, Ann Kazmarek and Chris Foster, withheld evidence that showed that Farrick's drug-fueled escapades 
including cooking and smoking drugs in the state lab in Amherst, Massachusetts, had lasted for eight years, not six months, as they initially claimed. What the fuck is going on in, in Boston? Ma'am, step back. Step back. Well, she wasn't selling it. She was smoking a lot of it, though. The defense bar notes that even minor drug convictions can have collateral impacts on people's lives. Oh, here comes the preachy, preachy part of this fucking news story. Such as the ability to get loans or jobs or school admissions. In the Ferret case, the defenders want the high court to dismiss all convictions tainted by the Commonwealth's misconduct without individualized showings of prejudice and without allowing... I'm sorry. Without allowing prosecutors to maintain any convictions. It also wants the court to consider additional relief to remedy or sanction the egregious prosecutorial... There's that big word again <laughs> that I slow down and still stumble on. Misconduct in this case and to uh, deter similar misconduct in the future. So there you go. If you're a drug addict in Massachusetts, you may be set free. Congratulations. You got lucky. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Sunday. Sunday, Sunday! Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you, freaks. 206-666-4463. That's our voicemail line. Uh, We've got a special phone number just for patrons. I will play your calls first. Find that number uh, over there at patreon.com slash distortedview. You can always email me, show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media, at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. And, of course, youtube.com slash show. Everyone go and subscribe and click that bell and all that stuff you're supposed to do. Here's a patron. Hey, Jimmy Boo, it's the decoy, Drew. Um, you mentioned on a recent program, Urine being sterile, and I just want to pull a little bit of a Haley's comment here. Urine is actually not sterile. That's a myth. It, it has. I thought it was like coming out of you. It's sterile, but then the second it leaves your pee hole, right, and it and it hits that air, then it's not sterile anymore. Is that wrong? Urine is actually not sterile. That's a myth. It it has pretty low amount of bacteria. Okay, well, like any other fluid in your whatever. Body, it's full of ammonia and everything Ugh. hates ammonia, but it's not sterile. There is some bacteria in there, even while. I'm not really sure why people say it's sterile. It's, you're not likely to, to get any kind of infection from this because it's definitely low in bacteria. But I also heard, uh, you know how like if you get stung by a jellyfish or whatever, you're supposed to piss on it? Not on the jellyfish, but you know wherever you were stung, on the foot or whatever. I heard that that also is an old wives' tale. Like that, that doesn't do anything either. Next thing I'm going to learn is gargling with piss doesn't make your teeth whiter. All that time was wasted. All right, here's another patron. Hey, Boo. I know you're going to play this because I know it's the Patreon line, but I just had to pause um, yesterday's podcast or today's podcast because you were talking about your cape yeah. and how you really would be the first guy to wear one. Yeah, I really, I well, I would like, I would like capes to um, become popular again. Can you regale us with that story about whenever you were at the mystery... Oh, I did wear a cape for that. Remember you at the mystery tour or that mystery? Um, yeah, it was that murder mystery thing. I wore a cape. Dinner party or whatever that was mm-hmm. where you were so excited to wear your cape again. Cape again. It was the first time I ever wore a cape. I'd love to hear that story again, Tim. Really? All uh, right, bud. Enjoy uh, your weekend. Can't, it's the weekend show. Peace. 
Yeah, there. Uh, I don't really remember that there was a good story that goes along with it, but Lord Douche and I went to this murder mystery thing, and uh, they said uh, you should dress up for it, and I was the only asshole who dressed up for it. I looked like a goddamn fool in my cape. And because I was the one idiot to dress up, they wanted me to participate. You know, they gave me stuff to do, and I was like, you know, I was one of the people that could have been the, the murderers. The murderer or whatever. It's goofy, goofy shit. It kind of pissed me off because like I was I was excited about doing the murder mystery thing because I wanted to just like observe and try to like figure out who the murderer was. I didn't want to be a part of the fucking dumb story and be like one of the suspects and nah. That's what you get for dressing up. Uh, it's the thing said you should dress up. And I'm the only person who dressed up. There are people in their fucking sweatpants. People are slobs. You know what I mean? Coming to a, a murder mystery. It was like, hey, you got a dinner? It was a whole thing, right? And they're fucking wearing a Reebok sweatshirt. Uh, I just got up, so my voice is a little groggy, but uh, nobody died at Sandy Hook, and all the injuries at the Boston bombing were fake. Thank hmm. you. Okay. I want to hear more about uh, your theories. He sounds like a distorted view listener. We really need to talk to more. Hey, Jimmy Boo, Sam from Maryland calling. Uh, right from Baltimore, it's probably already called about this, but, uh, yeah, you were just featuring this, uh, homeless jack-off handy dude. Yeah, he said he's in Harborview Medical Center. This should surprise no one. He's in Baltimore. Oh. That's Baltimore. Dirty, shady motherfucker. Tori Amos likes Baltimore. Baltimore! Alright, that is all the time we have on this edition of the show. Watch you guys email me show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you. 206-666-4463. That's 206 Call today. You call now. Spread the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the podcast. Don't forget to rate us and review us on iTunes. We start a new week of programs tomorrow. Be on the lookout for that. Until then, have a great day. Bye, Ramona. It's so nice to live this is my home I've got a homestead on Baltimore Street It's some place to call my own It's all kinds of people Familiar places Smiling faces I'm proud to say I'm a Baltimorean But the birds are the best The best of all in I want to melt the chocolate from your cock.